0: Fire Department, Chief Casey Rexrode. Good morning, Chief. Good morning. Also with us is Captain Craig Kozak. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. Boy, I hope we have 50 for freezing for food.
1: (laughs) That would be nice, wouldn't it? We'd have to change the name to being somewhat (laughs) uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, we would have to change the name, but you know. Yeah. it'd be nice yeah yeah i feel like
2: people feel more sorry for us if it's really cold though so <laughs> and we have done
0: y'all have been with us for 21 years doing this and we have done some very cold ones oh yeah
2: yeah, yeah i've done some freezing cold ones and then and then the halfway i've also had some really hot ones so yeah I'm going to complain no matter what. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is coming up next Thursday and Friday, December 2nd and the 3rd, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Save-A-Lot. And thank you, guys. We'll see you there for the event again.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: absolutely.
0: All right, Coach. Uh, Coach, How about Chief? Casey? Nah, Here, good. Coach is going to like Coach better. <laughs> You can tell I'm already in basketball. <laughs> you did have quite a bit of training that uh, we can share with uh, residents this morning.
1: Yeah, we did have a busy month for uh, training uh, this month. Um, we had uh, a firefighter Gary Carson. is uh, He just finished up with a uh, vehicle machinery technician class. Um, down in actually Quincy, um, uh, at, you know, at their fire department there where they were hosting. And, um, he said it's going very well. I haven't talked to him since he's been back the second time, but, um, it's a, it's a very good class for our firefighters to have. It's, it's very advanced, uh, vehicle extrication and things like that, stabilization. Uh, so when we respond to car accidents that are, have a fairly complicated, uh, entrapment that, uh. Our firefighters have the knowledge to uh, be able to help this person get out quicker, and so there's a lot of our firefighters at the department that have that training. Uh, of course, everybody has the uh, uh, regular vehicle machinery operations training. That's the the minimum for our department. But uh, um, Gary has going decided he wanted to go to that more advanced training, and uh, it's really he really enjoyed it, and uh, it's going to help out you know in the area. Good.
0: What else, uh, other training did you have?
1: Also, I'll let Craig handle it, but he uh, he and uh, uh, Captain Ralph Peeler uh, attended a advanced fire officer training. Yeah, we uh,
2: we took a class. It was actually almost, a, I guess you'd call it a semester. It was uh, a blended class where we had four weeks of online uh, papers and whatnot to do. And then we spent a week in Champaign at the uh, Fire Institute at... Uh, the university down there for a week and then a week off, and then we went back for the final week. It was uh, last week. Um, basically, what it is is it's uh, we have a uh, used to be what fire officer one, fire officer two. Now we have uh, company fire officer, and then they have advanced fire officer. And advanced fire officer is a managing fire officer, so it teaches us not just the fire ground training and how to manage fire grounds. Um, it teaches, you know, the uh, aspect of the managing part, like, um, you know, dealing with budgets, uh, disciplinary issues, things like that, um, and also a more advanced fireground ground operation, so dealing with, um, you know, managing the whole scene instead of just – because usually, like, uh, company officers deal with groups of – of uh firefighters in areas like you'd be on the roof and you would deal with those people or inside you deal with these people this is teaching us how to run the entire operation um very very fluidly and very well to, that way we can you know work on the same same team basically it's the way it's taught all over the state and the nation we use the national incident management system and so we're taught how to use it correctly and efficiently to make us do the best possible job we can it's a it's a really I would say it's a really tough class um it was i mean it was a lot of thinking a lot of hard hard pressure um learning and things like that but it was by far the best class i've ever taken so but but ralph and i just finished that so we've got an incident safety officer class we have to take to finish out the it's a whole new curriculum so we have to finish to get that to finish out to get our
1: certification and that'll be next in the spring but okay we're pretty excited about it
0: terrific any other training that took place
1: well uh firefighter uh winger he's our newest firefighter um he actually took his exam i put in my report he took his exam to finish up one certification it was fire service vehicle operator um he was actually supposed to be certified in that um, last year but the due to the mix-up well, he, when he attended covid or excuse me <laughs> when he attended the academy it was during covid and it kind of threw a wrench in the works. Things got all mixed up, and they some people missed exams they were supposed to take and things like that. So he actually went and took that exam here recently got certified, which opened the door to a slew of other certifications that uh, he needed to have that certification for. That were pre- it was a prerequisite. And so, um, yeah, he's actually uh, certified in a lot of different things just by taking that exam. And so okay. it works out well. He's doing very well at our department. Yes.
0: How many firefighters do we have?
1: Currently, we have 13 firefighters uh, um, and and myself, and we're um, probably be hiring here pretty soon. We, need, we, we normally are up to 14 firefighters and, and the fire chief, but uh, um, we're currently one short.
0: One short, okay. And uh, how, how do people become a, a firefighter? What, what advice do you have for them to want to get into the business?
1: Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell fire, uh, people who want to become firefighters to uh, maybe join a volunteer fire department in the area. Uh, maybe st- help them gauge if they're that interested in it or not. Um, if nothing else, it gives them some good experience to... Uh, um, you know, in that, in that realm. And then also, um, I would recommend school for anybody, whether it's, you know, directly for firefighting or something else, any kind of college will help you out no matter uh, what you choose to do. Um, but aside from that, I recommend to people to, um, get some emergency medical training, whether it's uh, EMT or a paramedic or something like that, that will definitely help you out on a, on a resume or an application and possibly give you some points towards, um, when you're able to be put on a list to be hired,
0: what about military experience?
1: Military experience is definitely a big plus. Um, like I said, there's a there's a point system um, that goes with um, being ranked on a list to be hired for at a fire department, and military military is always given extra points on that list. Um, but aside from that, the people that come from the military already have that background knowledge of how, of the chain of command and things like that, and, and following orders and how things like that work, and so um it's always um, very good to see somebody from the military applying for the fire department okay EMS
2: is a huge part of it
0: uh,
1: probably 70
2: percent of our calls are emergency medical calls so and that's just the trend I mean it's across the nations that way um, and if you don't like EMS then this is not the job for you so you you definitely want to follow through with that part of it we always say you know our I, you know and this isn't Any offense to the guys who didn't work on the ambulance, but we have several of us, including myself, who work for GHAS or on ambulance services before we came to the fire service. And the skill level that you have is so much higher. So we really have, we do recommend, you know, at least getting a taste of it to see if you like it, because if you don't, you're really not going to enjoy the job because that's a huge part of what we do.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. 70% of your emergency calls, uh, 70% of your calls are emergency medical calls. So yes. Okay. Well, that's just good to know, um, to just, you know, revisit what it, what it takes to be, uh, on the fire department, uh, here in Monmouth, Illinois. And so 14 is, is our normal.
1: That's yeah. Lately that's been norm- okay. the normal. Right. And I it's a, you
0: know, people to pl- apply. Sorry. Uh,
2: One of the other things, too, is it's a continuing learning process continuous you know we never stop going to school we never you know like i've been on the department 17 years and i just got done with a class and i have many more to take so
0: exactly um
2: it's you know and things and that's what he was talking about you know uh, firefighter carson going to this tech class i took tech probably 10 years ago and we want these guys to go and come back because they have the latest information things change you know the Mm -hmm. way firefighting's done the way extrications are done the latest equipment he's going to have the latest knowledge and it's really beneficial to have people go to classes over and over again and, and just help us through that
0: well and technology is advancing at a far greater pace than what we were accustomed to um you know the the last decade basically and we're expected to see more technological advances some for the greater good and some yeah for sure (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but you know they're talking about vehicles flying and and all sorts of different i can't wait yeah beam me up Scotty. yeah (laughs) all right guys what else do you have for us this morning
1: well, I see the uh, the city has, has the new decoration, the tree up on the square now, and uh, getting ready for Christmas time. Uh, we were just thinking with Christmas lights and things like that being put up. I know um, my kids are eager to do that, like right now, and so I always t- push them back and make them wait till after Thanksgiving. But <laughs> um, we just want to make sure people are being careful when you're when you're hanging the lights and things like that around your house um, to. Take a little extra time and uh, make sure that, you know, that your cords are, are not run under where they shouldn't be and things like that. And your, and your uh, plug-ins are, are making a good connection and things like that. So um, that, and when you're decorating the inside of the house, um, if you do have a live tree, want to make sure and check the water in it every day to make sure it's watered. And, uh, you know, um, keep the, uh, the, the, make sure your, excuse me, your lights are, are safe to use and things like that. And they're not old and, and they don't have any frayed uh, wires or things like that on them.
0: How is that LED compared to the old traditional plug-in incandescent bulbs?
2: I think they're, I don't know if they're necessarily safer. Everything's UL tested, but they the longevity of them is a lot better. And I, they seem to work better. So, I mean, I feel like they're probably safer. But, you know, everything is, I think they're all tested safely. But the main thing is they could have a frayed cord as well. So, um, anytime you're over, you know, I always think about Christmas story when he overloads the outlet in there <laughs> and it sparks and the fuse goes out. It's like, that's the kind of things we're trying to avoid. So, yeah.
0: Uh, okay, anything else on uh, ho- it's going to be nice to see the holiday decorations.
1: Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, with this, this Thanksgiving, uh, we just make sure everybody's being very careful around the kitchen. You know, that's yes. the number one place where fires start. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's easy to throw something on the stove or put something in the oven and then walk away from it or run uptown and get something you forgot. But... Um, we would like to people to remember to not do that because that's that's how fires can start very easily and get out of hand. And so we want everybody to have a, have a happy Thanksgiving and uh, avoid having any fires in the house. And uh, you know, I mean, be careful with candles and things like that too around the decorations. So
0: yes. And did you guys, uh, those that are working on Thanksgiving Day, are they uh, calling in to the community Thanksgiving dinner to get their homemade? Thanksgiving meal.
1: I believe that they've got some plans to cook a, their own meal. Oh, um, nice! Yeah.
2: yeah, that's usually pretty standard. <laughs> I mean, and it's a stupid amount of food as always. And <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the guys always just get to get together. Depending, you know, whatever cool. shifts working, we do that Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, those kind of things. So, oh, good. Yeah,
0: good, good, good all right so holiday decorations cooking also we wanted to uh, touch on the hazard uh, mitigation plan hazardous mitigation plan
1: sure uh you know here just the other day we had our first meeting to uh develop a hazard mitigation plan for the county um this is separate from the fire department this is uh, the as the thing that um that i do and so the hazard mitigation plan some people were confused about what that was and the hazard mitigation plan is not for response. That, the response part of to a disaster is covered with our emergency operations plan. Uh, the hazard mitigation plan is to develop a, a list of things that we can do in the county that would um, lessen the effects of a natural disaster. So, per se, for example, if a tornado, we can't stop a tornado from coming through uh, the town, but we, when a tornado does come through town, maybe we have all the the power lines buried. Uh, we don't knock out power as much to the town to the critical facilities anyway. And so, um, maybe we can, you know burying power lines. There's um, plans to um, develop develop drainage um, to prevent flooding in town um, and things like that. And so, like I said, it's it's to discuss these different kind of disasters that can happen and what we can do before it happens to lessen the effects of, of that uh, disaster whatever it may be.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And so um, a lot
0: more concrete now in you know in town than than you may have had 40 50 60 years ago and so flooding uh, tends to right. occur when and you get I, a lot of concrete.
1: And I know by uh, working with public works here in Monmouth that they do deal with that a lot that there's like you said a lot of a lot of concrete and they're dealing with a lot of runoff and things like that and and so that's a constant issue they're dealing with. And so they got to find creative ways to, to, to make things work.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, it's, that's interesting um, to have a hazardous mitigation plan. Makes, makes some good sense. Glad you guys are talking about it.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, we developed this by the county received a grant from FEMA to, uh, develop this plan. We hired consultants that actually help write it because it is a very lengthy process. And, uh, uh, by the time it's over, it takes about a year, maybe a little over a year. Um, we'll have five total meetings, um, we just had, like I said, the first one. And then in the meantime, between meetings, we're gathering information and things like that, sending it to the consultants so they can compile all of it together and uh, develop this plan for us.
0: Okay. Great. Anything else? I,
1: I don't think so. Unless Craig has something.
2: No, I can't think of anything. Well, winter driving, it's coming up. So just remind people because the first, who knows when the first snow or ice is going to
1: happen. So <laughs> yeah.
2: remember. It's not a race. Yeah, use common right. sense because uh, that's when we get the the majority of our
1: accidents and situations are the first snow or ice of the year. So right, I think I heard uh, Chief Schweitzer talking about making a kit the other day on the radio. So that yeah. uh, that's a really good idea to have that kit ready just in case.
0: Yes, yeah, it's uh, it, we will hit on it again when the the forecast starts calling for mm-hmm. that bad word snow.
1: Yes, <laughs> so. I like snow, but
0: <laughs> well, it is winter, so yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, it's still fall, I think.
1: <laughs> well, technically, yes. Yes,
0: for a few more weeks.
1: I did see some snow here about a week ago. Yes, I think it that's was. true. <laughs> that's true.
0: Gentlemen, you have a very happy Thanksgiving. The best to the fire department and uh, all their families uh, and to your families. Happy Thanksgiving.
2: Thank you. Same to you.
0: We'll see you again next month. That is Chief Casey Rex Road Captain Craig Kozad with our Monmouth Fire Department.